Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Demi Lovato, I've always had a crush on her, and I have identified that as a crush, Mm -hmm. which is really strange. You've gone from being like, fuck you, to being (laughs) like, I love you. (laughs) Surely it's the year of realising things. Before we start this podcast, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land that we record this podcast on and operate our business, the Yagara and Turrible people, and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. This is Kristen just coming in at the top of the episode. We uploaded this episode a couple of days ago and since then um, our lovely followers on Instagram have alerted us to the fact that we have misgendered Demi Lovato in this episode. So we have referred to Demi as she, her, however Demi uses they, them pronouns. So I would like to apologize for this oversight. Um, Now that we're aware, we wanted to pop in and apologize before you listen to this episode. Uh, Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. We today are going to be talking about... (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Um, My sexuality. Okay. I'm bi. Congratulations. Thank you, Queen. It's taken me 28 years to realize because I'm an idiot. Why are you an idiot? No, because I've been socialized. Um, Okay, so I'll tell you why I think I've been very stupid. Um, And I already said this about myself, obviously, because I've considered myself an ally of the LGBTQIA movement community for my whole adult life. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very progressive and open-minded person. Right. And I think how I not clue. But okay, I, I think you can... I mean, I'm not here to battle with your inner demons about... No, it's good. That's, that's what we want for the content. I think that being an ally and understanding your own attraction is totally different. Like, it's about your personal values and acceptance and friendships and, like, how you love and accept other people if you're an ally um, and how you sort of just accept that, you know, love is love. You know, I you know hate to say it because mm. it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. But it's just like I there's nothing beyond that. Whereas actually understanding and sort of working through your own attractions and feelings and emotions towards others is kind of a different thing. Mm-hmm. What made you realize? So I w- it just popped into my head one day. It's really weird. Is there a particular person was there? Like how did you, when you did have this moment, like mm-hmm. how did you work through it? Like what, what got you from point A to B? <laughs> oh, so fuck. Sorry. it's very no it's very like anyone who knows me will be like that is such a you way to do it it literally the thought just like l- like crossed through my mind like it walked through my mind like maybe you're bisexual and i was like interesting thought and then i was like hmm as so i was doing something at the time and then i was like we'll just lie here and think about that for a bit and i did lie there and think about it and i was like Oh, okay. Interesting. Like if that's... There wasn't some light bulb. It was just like, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know where the thought came from. It just popped into my head. And then I went went for a walk outside. I don't even think I had my headphones. I just like walked around outside and I was like, interesting. But then you, I, I feel like since then you've had quite a few explosions. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> Sorry like... to describe them as explosions, no, but okay. I would call them that. Well, I was also... So that weekend I was... Um, home alone my partner was away for work and it was on the Saturday and so I was just like okay um and then I think like told him later that night and he was like oh okay like that's that was his reception of it at the time and then I think it was the following weekend so one week later where I was like thinking all these things and I was like it's like actually like what the fuck because my first thought was like 
oh, that's interesting. Like how weird that I didn't think of this earlier. Mm. Um, and I guess, I don't know. I guess it's like all just parts of coming to terms with something that you've realized about yourself. And so I was kind of, I don't know, just like wasn't really that deep yeah, okay. in the first week. I was like, huh, strange. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I've always, and this is what I've said to you before, I always thought that all straight people were a little bit gay. Like that's what I just thought. Like when someone said they were straight, I was like, yeah, but no one's like straight, straight. Like no one is 100% straight. That was my, always my thought. And I think it's also this phenomenon where women get a lot of emotional attachment and support from each other. So I think that a lot of women who may be attracted to other women feel that it's just quite normal and that they can... Yeah, well, that's... Like, that's kind of the thing. Like, I just thought it was normal. And because, um, and I'm getting into, like, some of the bigger thoughts that I was having. Women are so sexualized. So, like, it's impossible to avoid seeing sexualized images of women. Yes. It is so impossible. So it's just hard to tell sometimes. Well, it was for me anyway. It was hard for me to tell whether it's just, like, I've just, like, seen so many images of women sexualized, like that I didn't really understand. I just thought it was like, oh, it made me angry. Like it made me angry how much women were sexualized. And I was just like, ew, like why is this still happening? It's so gross. Since you've kind of drawn the conclusion um, and said, oh, I'm bisexual, what has happened like in terms of realizing and maybe reflecting on, cause I know we talked a little bit about, you know, there's certain maybe celebrities or people that you didn't realize that you were attracted to and you sort of associated that with a, a fan type of yeah right <laughs> so lady brought that up because i was also thinking about okay so i'll just i'll answer the first bit so there were like a lot of celebrities like women obviously we're talking about um marley cyrus was a big one like always had this weird demi lovato i've always had a crush on her and i have identified that as a crush mm -hmm. which is really strange i've identified that as a crush for the last like 10 years i've always said like i have a crush on demi lovato but never for a moment did i think that might be indicative of something else, mm. something bigger. Um, I've had crushes on women all the time that I talk about, that I have talked about for the last like 10 years of my life. But, sorry, that was, a, but that was, that but was really aggressive. Mm. Um, I feel like prior to your bisexual realization, mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep calling it the great realization. Yeah, that's what I call it. <laughs> um, prior to this, I felt like you were open to being, like I, I didn't feel like you weren't attracted to women. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I, I never thought, I never thought Kristen's straight, but I didn't really think about your sexuality. Yeah. I just thought, you know, I, I don't know if that's weird as a friend, but I just thought like when we would talk about this, I felt like I, I actively knew like I had a crush on different women, but I yeah. didn't, I, th I think, and this may be very heteronormative of me and it's maybe problematic. So I'm going to dog myself in here, but maybe it's because you're in a long-term relationship with a man. And so you're talking about having crushes on women. I associate that in like the way that I would say like, I might say I have a crush on Miley Cyrus, but I would never want to have a sexual relationship with her mm -hmm. or be in a relationship with her. Yeah. But I think we throw the word around. Yeah. And I think that I never thought, I thought that you would be interested in having a sexual relationship with a woman. But mm -hmm. I think maybe my brain didn't really think that far mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, well, Kristen is in a long-term relationship with a man and will be with him forever because they're the greatest couple I've ever known. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I thought the same. And I've even said things to, like, thinking back, and this is, like, I've been with Nick for eight years, and I think I said this at the start of our relationship. Um, I think I said to him, like, one day, like, how, what percentage gay do you think you are? 
and I said that I was 20%. Still didn't didn't think that that was notable. <laughs> I was just like, ha-ha, everyone. Because, like, I just thought everyone was gay. But I've I've actually said to someone before, probably Nick, I've said, like, I think Hannah's, like, straighter than me. And even then, still nothing. <laughs> um, but I've always thought, but weirdly, when I think that all, when I have previously thought that all straight people were a bit gay, I thought that was just, like, a level of normal. And I do actually think that there are problems with that kind of sentiment because... I think that's like that is by erasure and I was like by erasing myself um but it, but now that I have come to the realization that there is a word for that I don't I don't think that anymore I just want to clarify but I never for a second thought that all gay people were a bit straight yes and I wonder I don't know why that is if it's just because of my own experience and I had identified as straight with a little bit of in, attracted attraction to women the more I've thought about it I'm only a little bit attracted to men like, I honestly would say I'm at, like, 5% probably right now. Nick, you're lucky. <laughs> so, like, he's, he's, like, snuck in there. Um, so I just think that's so, like, what the fuck was that? Anyway. But I think it's because, see, hmm. Society. I think it's because women, and and this probably sounds really reductive, but I think women have a great appreciation and love for other women. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, all the women I know. Yeah. And not in a sexual way necessarily, but I think that there is a lot of romance in the friendships that I know. Does that, and that sounds a bit gross, but what, what I mean is like, I'm not a romantic sort of person, but like, I really love my friends. I love giving gifts. I love having quality time. I love acts of service. And that might not be like traditional romance, but the way that I think about it, and that's a kind of a weird concept, I guess, but like, I dedicate a lot of time and energy to my friends equally to my partner. Mm -hmm. Like I actually think that I'll, I'll, I spend probably more time thinking about my friends and like our friendship and dedicating like my energy towards those things. Mm -hmm. So like, I think in a way, a lot of the time and when, you know, I'm a straight person, I'm not attracted to women and I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with a woman, but like, I love the women in my life so much. Mm -hmm. So I think in a way, like there's some sort of admiration and adoration there. Yeah. And I think that's kind of part of the reason that you might, you know, that you might've been, does, does that make sense as a yeah, point? Yeah, it does. It does. Like, because... I know when I say romance, it was like, you're just imagining roses and weird fucking shit. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that that energy that's dedicated, like men don't, I find that straight cis men don't give each other that. No. As readily, as freely, as honestly, ever. Yeah. I've really never seen an example of um, two straight cis men doing nice, doing things. nice things for each other that are, no. like, significant. No, me neither. Um, actually, my boyfriend has a friend that they do nice things for It's very for special. Shout out. Poster boys for... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, well, I think that's another reason why, like, I have... When I think back now, because it's different, like, with celebrities, just like this... Um, I don't know. Like, I've never been, like, a fanatic. I've never, never been a fangirl, I wouldn't say. See, but, I am, like, definitely. I'll just say that out from the bat, right? Yeah, and I just would have thought that, like, the way that I have, like, you know, had – I don't want to use the word obsession because, like, it's not really that deep. Um, but I guess that's a good word for it. Like, latch on to, to people like Miley Cyrus is because, like, I have, like, in quotes, like, known her as a fan for – like 15 years mm. and so and I feel like she's always been like there around and I've always been like interested in what she's doing and what she's putting out there and I also remember like I was so like happy when she um you know I think she's come out a couple of 
times like with different labels mm. um but i was just like oh i was like so excited by that news mm. is she pansexual i, I think she she's is. pan and she has come out previously as gender fluid yep. but i don't know what she identifies as now um but like i found those things like exciting and like i was happy for her in a way that wasn't that wouldn't i wouldn't have reacted to someone else saying that yeah stuff. but even more like so fucking obvious is how I have done the same kind of thing with women that I actually know. And like, I know that this is whole like trope of like women who come out as bi or um, lesbian and they say like, Oh, it's so obvious. I had a crush on my best friend. <laughs> and I've, I have never gone through that. Like my friendships have even looking back now, like with this like perspective, my friendships with women have always been just genuine friendships. And I haven't, I don't think I've like, ever gotten that kind of thing confused but there have been definitely women on like more on the periphery that I've just like developed a weird right and again I don't want to say obsession because it's just not it's not like creepy I, but I don't I but I, I think the word obsession has so many bad connotations yeah. right and I think it's more used for celebrity I think when mm. it comes to like women on the periphery it might just be like this and I think it's admiration or respect mm -hmm. more and then you realize later that it's probably an attraction to who they are. It's also, I. it's been women that I had no a bi or, or gay. Again, what the fuck? Hello, wake up to yourself. Connect those dots. Yeah, literally. Yeah. The fuck? Anyway, but it, it wasn't, it would be like a friend of a friend or like someone that I've like met through a, like a work context or something like that. Not, not people that I've worked with. Um, I'm just trying to like cover my bases because I don't want anyone to, no one listening will ever know who I'm talking about because I've never, I've never really talked about it. Um, but just like, I don't know, like I'll like scroll all the way back through their Instagram and I'll be like, they'll just pop into my head randomly, even if, even if we don't really talk, even if we're not close or friendly at all. But mm -hmm. I'll just like, I will be very interested in their lives. Yeah. And like, I would like to know what they're up to and I'd like to see their pics and I'd like to do this and that. Yeah. But it has, yeah, again, it has never really tran like translated into um, like a genuine crush. It's just been like, a weird interest. You're so controlled. Thanks, True, no, but like that's, and that's not. I, I think it's called repressed. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> but being straight is way too accepted, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually interesting because if I would happily say to about a man, like, oh, I was like really obsessed. I was like looking at all this stuff. When I'm talking about it, about a woman i feel like the need to like soften what i was doing so i don't seem creepy yeah that's really interesting um and that's just because like men should be thankful <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but it's because it's like more like True. there's no threat yes i know um when a woman is doing that to a man um so yeah that was been and i literally only realized that yesterday i was like wow i do this all the time but i don't like this is strange but if a woman was attracted to me it would be the biggest compliment of my life yeah, it means more than a man being attracted. Okay, this is ridiculous, but someone recently, if they're listening, they'll know, but I, this is like <laughs> the best compliment I've ever gotten. This woman, I'm gonna, this woman I know got, I think, quite intoxicated one evening a couple of months ago and messaged me and said, just so you know, you're my hall pass. <laughs> and she's single, so I don't understand why she said that. <laughs> Maybe she was like her standing hall pass. Yeah, and I was like... Oh my God, that is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. And I have so much respect for this person. Like mm -hmm. I really admire them career-wise, professionally. Like I think they're amazing. So I was like, oh my God. 
That's oh the biggest God. compliment ever, right? Like, if a man was attracted to me, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But if a man said that, you'd just be like, ew. It's yeah. just because of, like, the threat element. Yeah, uh, but also just because, um, I, I mean, again, I just have, like, I love a girl boss. Like, I yeah. love women who, you know, have... Like, this particular person I really respect, so I was like, this is huge, not because I'm ever going to be attracted to you like that, but mm. it's just, like, such a compliment because it's just, like, one woman respecting another woman. Yeah. And there is no threat, you're right. Yeah. But I was just like, wow. Wow. And the, so another thing that I, like, this this was, it was this bit that really got me, and I was just, like, so fucking angry about it. Mm. Um, and just, like, what the F is wrong with my brain? Um, I know I'm speaking very aggressively. It's mostly for comedic effect, but I was pissed at the time. I was like, what the fuck is what is with you? What is with you? Wake up to yourself. Um, is that I realized, um, that a lot of the like, like ridiculous comparative stuff that I have done in my life, like in my adult life is, has been because of my sexuality and like, I don't really, and probably I mean, I think I put out this vibe as well. Like, I'm not the type who, like, compares myself. Mm. Like, that is not me. I know. We should be a little bit insecure sometimes. <laughs> Jeez, it's hard to be around. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am, I am a very secure person. And I also just, like, think that stuff is, like, so, like... I don't know. It's such a waste of time. Like oh, you're right. I just so I have, efficient, Queen. <laughs> thank you, Queen. I don't have the time for that. I have important things to do. Um... Like, I just don't, I've never been the type of person who's like following, apart from like after my teen years, I'm talking about in my adult life, um, who follows like women because I'm like, oh, I want to get her body or I want to get her hair. Or, I want to get her whatever. Like, I've never been that type of person. I'm, and it's not even that I've actively been like, no, I'm done with that. It's just like, once I became an adult and like grew into myself, I was like, what? who, what? Like that, they're, they're not me. Like, that's never going to be, I'm never going to look like anyone else kind of thing. I'm like, I just am who I am, whatever. Wow. Um, she made it out alive, folks. I know. Crazy. Congratulations. Um, thanks, Queen. And so, but I did still like, if I saw women in real life or online who had like, and I think it always happens with the people who have a who look a little bit like you, but then like, you know, a little bit like you, but like, let's say you perceive them to be a bit better. Mm. It's like, oh, I could be that. Like if I tried a bit harder, if I did this a bit more, if I didn't do that. Um, so the women who, yeah, kind of resemble me have some characteristics that look like mine. I have in the past been like, oh, well, like, oh, she's just like a little bit better than me physically. Mm. And I hate that. And I'm just like, that's such a waste of time. Like, this isn't you. Like, what the fuck? Why are you wasting your time with this? And I have spent so long, like probably seven or eight years actively, whenever I get those thoughts being like, no, that's not, that's not like. That's not for you. That thought. It's not for me. It is like, I am so much more um, confident than this. And it's anti-feminist. That's what I always felt. I'm like, it's anti-feminist to, because like we all, we all like, have some type of urge to compare ourselves and either decide and basically when we're comparing ourselves to others physically or even in in other ways but i'm speaking about physically we will decide whether we are like better or worse than that person mm. and that i think is i mean it's really toxic obviously but i would do that even though i'm like it's not who i am and it goes against like every one of my values so i would do that to women and you know decide whether 
like that person is like better or worse than me and in what ways. And then I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, don't do that. Like, that's so stupid. That's anti-feminist. The it really concerned, the anti-feminist thing was the thing that really bothered me. I'm like, this woman is just like walking around minding her own business. Like, yeah. what? who the fuck am I? A man? I think not. <laughs> um, an agent for the patriarchy. And then when I realized I was bi, I was like, I just have a fucking crush on them. I'm so stupid. But do you think all of them? Because, I think so. So are you, do you find that you're particularly attracted to women with the same body type as you? <laughs> yes. This is so interesting to me. <laughs> well, I don't think I, I've ever met someone who is attracted to someone with the same body type as them. Interesting. And that's not a shot. That's just like really interesting. Because I, think, I don't think other people would reach this conclusion because you're going, I'm comparing myself, but it's because you're attracted. But that's an, I, I find that pipeline confusing from my perspective. Mm -hmm. Like you've gone from being like, fuck you to being <laughs> like, I love, oh, you. Love, you. <laughs> like, love you. I love you. It's actually quite empowering. I realized that one day I was like walking along the street and I was like, that is so empowering. Yeah. Every time I'm just like, oh, she's got something. Shit. Am I attracted to tall, like extremely large men because I'm an extremely large woman and they have the same body type as me? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> is the year of realizing things. Finally, um, I can justify myself. A few, a few realizations before the year is out. <laughs> Sorry. The straights have had enough time to talk back to you. <laughs> Thank you, Queen. Um, but yeah, I just think it's because mm, it's a bit weird, actually. Like, I don't really know why. Um, but I think because like during school um, and whatever, like, I don't, I don't know. I would never describe myself as an insecure person, but I was very aware of the fact that like no one looked like me. Like I didn't see anyone around me or on TV who were like muscly, um, particularly in the way that I muscle, like I have a lot of upper body muscle even before I was training. So it was just like natural muscle, like on the upper body. And also these were like before the Kardashians. So there weren't even people who had like, like big butts were not in the, like glorified the way that they are now. Early 2000s and 2010s were all about, you know, you have exactly. to look sickly thin to meet the criteria. Exactly. Yes. And that's, and that was when I was a teenager. And so I was kind of just like, always aware of the fact that like, oh, like the, these people who are being held, in, held up to these, um, you know, great heights, like don't look anything like me. And I think that when I um, got into powerlifting, that all changed because my, um, not even like my physical, like my appearance, but like my type of body excelled in that sport. And it was finally like, oh, everything that um previously i have seen not represented is actually like a huge asset to me um and i think that whole process like i talked about my um korean powerlifting in a in another episode and there were lots of like problematic things but in terms of what it did for um my like i guess comfort in my own body were was huge um and also i was like always surrounded with and i looked up to other women who look like me too and so i think that is when everything changed and now like and i don't want to be disrespectful um but like i just when i see you know particularly i'm talking about like you know model like women who are you know very very skinny i'm just like not really interested i don't know i'm just like eh like i've it's seen just, it it's not for you <laughs> yeah it's just not for me but i think that's like and and this is nothing against them as people that's not what we're saying i think the point being that um, everyone consumes a heap of content every single day, thousands and thousands of photos, articles, everything online, right? Mm -hmm. 
it's very easy to categorize what is and isn't for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what you mean. You don't mean as a person you're writing them off. You mean yeah, in I terms mean of, I hate them. You mean in terms <laughs> of what, at the end of the day, when you're scrolling through Instagram, when you're watching your YouTube, mm-hmm. that's not in your feed. That is not part of your algorithm. I think that's no, the fairest way to say it. Stop at it. Um, and I also, I think that part of it is because I spent a lot of time training really hard and I understand how much effort it takes and how much work it takes to like build muscle, for example. And so there is a, like an element of like respect for the work that they did when I see, um, like a woman who is muscly. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you didn't just like, you weren't just born like that. Like I do respect like the. And I don't know, this is, it's getting a bit like, and I don't want to do all disclaimers, but um, I'm particularly talking about like muscly people, mm. um, not like fit necessarily. You're talking about a body type as opposed to a, a lifestyle, a brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like muscles, um, which happens to be what well, doesn't, it's not a circumstance, which is what I have. And that is what I'm interested in. Ooh. Ooh. Um, That's kind of... Uh, really good for self-confidence right yeah it is being attracted to your own body type is like great for waking up in the morning it is that's nice it's kind of weird yeah i've just never thought about it like something like that before yeah and going back to the whole thing where i would like you know think that i'm like comparing myself to these women um and then feeling really bad about it and feeling like i'm a bad feminist like that would that was like that's actually quite taxing to feel that because you know you're 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 we all know that those thoughts, um, those like, you know, anti-feminist, patriarchal. Intrusive, um, like internalized misogyny. Exactly. Thoughts. All of those thoughts. And they can be applied, you know, across um, all intersections. But we all know that those are, we're socialized with those thoughts. And we all know that it's like, you do have to do the work to get out of it. But for me, what was so hard was like, I was doing the work and it wasn't like. It wasn't, re- it didn't have results. Exactly. Like I wasn't stopping doing it and i don't know like looking back now like that's makes me a bit sad but at the time i wasn't just like oh my god why is this happening like i'm Mm. trying so hard but like looking back like the amount of effort i went to to be straight like the amount of like cognitive dissonance like mental gymnastics like what that i did to be well going through this whole process like going through this whole process of like thinking something and oh. then thinking it was anti-feminist and then thinking I'd been socialized to think that and then thinking, how am I going to get, stop thinking these things? Um, you don't have to answer this. Did you ever have like, when, sorry, I, I completely understand what you mean about that process, but like, did you ever, in terms of the mental gymnastics, like, will you ever feel I am attracted to a woman I'm having like a sexual or relational thought about a woman and then try and talk yourself out of it? Like, you know, how did this culminate? No, I never, I had those thoughts. Like I had like crushes and things on women. Um, but you but, wouldn't try and like back out of it because you accept it to some level. Yeah. That, I think that's the most interesting part for me yep. is like you would have these thoughts and you would acknowledge them and verbalize them, but mm-hmm. not to the extent where you like drew this conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's really weird. Like it was just like, I, I definitely don't feel as though I've been repressed. Like my upbringing was very um, open. Like I did go to a religious school, which, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell, like, in hindsight. Like, I guess maybe that could have slowed the process of my realising down. Mm. Um, but I can't really say that for sure. But I never I never was like, oh, my God, th- like, push these thoughts away. This is not right. Yeah, okay. The, actually, interestingly, the 
one of the things that happened to me, and also I'm a millennial, I don't like labels. Um, and that, that is like very genuine, like I don't like labels, but that, I don't think this that's part of it. Um, but I just felt like I wasn't like, and this is like the, the bi struggle, I never felt like I was like gay enough or whatever enough to identify as someone in the LGBT community. You just thought because it's a spectrum you weren't only attracted to men, but you didn't qualify for bisexual yeah. as a categorization. That was definitely a sub, more subconscious thought that I had. Right. That's really I was like, that would be quite rude of me actually, because I've told, I've told my partner before, I'm, I think I'm bi-curious or like, I think I'm a little bit bi, something, something like that. But I've never thought, I've always thought like, oh, but it's like, would be rude of me to like take up a space in the LGBT community. Cause like, I'm not repressed. Like that's so ridiculous. There are people who are, Struggling. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway. That's so interesting. I literally, yeah, like I said, I erased myself. <laughs> so since the the great realisation, mm -hmm. what do you think has changed for you? Um, like, do you feel like you've accepted the place? Yes. Yeah, that didn't take me long once I realised, because all of this was so subconscious and it's taken me, like, unpacking it a bit to realize it um that I thought all of these things and that that's how that's like all of these things led to it um but I'd say like in some ways like change everything is that dramatic <laughs> it's a bit dramatic no I don't think it is well I also uh, like the other thing is and obviously it's a part of it, is I've been in a like a long-term relationship for with a man for eight years like we met when I was 19 I'm now 28 so you know, obviously like I have been like straight to the world and I will continue to be because we don't have any intention of breaking up. Mm. So that is like a weird, that's like something that's in my mind. Um, that's like, well, I heard someone say on a podcast and I don't remember who it was, but they said like, um, because you, you can never, and I think this is like, not quite exactly right, but she said you can never show the world visually that you are bi because you're either in a relationship with a man or a woman. And I don't necessarily think that's true because there's like lots of different sexuality. Um, like for example, like poly. if you're poly, then you can like have a relationship with two people of different genders. And like there is a there is like opportunity to show that your bisexuality in a way that's like obvious to the world. But anyway putting that aside, she was talking about um, the way that she has reframed it in, in her head is like bisexuality as um, an identity rather than as a sexuality. And I think that's interesting um, because again, like it's not, I'm not like obviously mm. bi and it is like pretty hard to be obviously bi for most people because again, like I, I have been with a man for all this time and will continue to be. So anyone who knows me as in a relationship with a man is like very likely to be confused, especially because I am someone, again, I'm someone who's like very outspoken as well as all the other things I said at the start. So like I'm someone who you would think would have been by openly like a long time ago mm. because, well, I, when I realized I told Nick the same day, I told you like two days later, I told my sister two days after that, I told my parents two weeks after I realized, like I pretty much told people like it wasn't after I realized it didn't take me a long time to like come out mm. because of, that's the type of person I am. I'm just like, I am who I am. And if you hate it, then 
be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is weird. It's very weird. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You can also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs>